You know, it's no doubt that COVID-19's dominated business in Illinois and across the country and around the globe as we've seen shutdown orders, stay-at-home orders, limiting business capacity, only curbside, uh, all of the other costs that are associated with it, including having to you know invest in mitigation efforts like plexiglass and all the like. Uh, and business has been uh, uh, taking quite a hit in all of this. Uh, so it's always good to hear how those job creators um, are impacted and what their thoughts are moving forward and how to deal with these things. It's the WMAY Morning News Feed. I'm Greg Bishop, and we're joined now by National Federation of Independent Business Illinois State Director Mark Grant on the WMAY Morning News Feed on 92.7, 94.7, and 970 AM. Mark, thanks for taking time with us this morning. How are you guys doing out there? Hey, Greg. Thanks for having me. Well, still struggling. Our business community out there is—they're uh, working hard, trying to get open as best they can. But it's—it's it's been a real tough road to hoe this past year. So you guys put out a survey uh, asking a variety of questions to Illinois businesses uh, with with what seems to be some sp- specific uh, Illinois issues addressed. Uh, how many businesses did you guys reach out to and re- get response from? And uh, what were some of those questions? Well, um, we uh, we obviously ballot our members. We have around 10,000 members here in Illinois. Uh, and uh, so we ask them uh, what they think of certain issues, the ones that we think are going to come up perhaps in this new legislative session. We want to get their take on where we should stand uh, for them over at the Capitol. And, of course, with NFIB, um, we – stand exactly where our members want us to be. We don't have some, you know, boardroom in the back where people figure out what kind of positions we're going to take. We take the positions our members want us to, Greg. And, um, yeah, we have uh, a handful of uh, ballot questions we came up with. Um, uh, One has to do with business liability protection due to uh, COVID-related lawsuits. Uh, We also asked about taxation on uh, the uh, PPP loans and other kinds of grants and loans that businesses got to help them survive this. And uh, one of the other things we we asked about was uh, legislative oversight of executive authority. There was a a lot of uh, discussion in this past year about how far the governor uh, can and should go in terms of uh, his proclamations and and uh, orders, and uh, I think the legis- legislature, uh, as well as our small business folks, uh, think that there needs to be a little bit more uh, legislative oversight of of the kind of things that are, get done during a, a pandemic like this or another emergency. We're talking with the uh, National Federation of Independent Business, Illinois State Director Mark Grant here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And you just went through some of the major issues that you asked businesses in Illinois that are your members, and the results are pretty definitive. Uh, let's go through some of the, the issues from top to bottom here uh, and, and uh, the, what kind of results the survey found of uh, businesses in, in Illinois. Let's start with that, uh, that liability issue uh, sure. and uh, making uh, you know, sure that businesses aren't held liable if somebody gets sick uh, from a, you know, a, uh, an invisible enemy, uh, as has been called. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, uh, nearly 98% of our members uh, who answered their survey uh, felt that Illinois businesses need to be protected from what we would call a frivolous or unmerited uh, lawsuit stemming from uh, COVID-19. The problem is with it, just like you said, it's invisible. Uh, you know, whether it's an employer, customer, somebody else who may want to, uh, you know, file a lawsuit, it's really hard, I think, for folks to determine uh, clearly that uh, that someone, you know, 
received or, or uh, got COVID from a, per, a particular work site. I, I know there's contact tracing, but I don't think that's always going to be as accurate as we would want. Um, and as anybody in the business community knows, Illinois is a very trial lawyer friendly state. They've been passing laws for uh, many, many years that make it real easy for uh, businesses, and in our case, small businesses, to get sued. And, uh, and as a lot of folks know out there who run businesses, oftentimes you're just one lawsuit from being put out of business uh, because of the cost of litigation. It's, uh, it goes up and higher and higher. And, of course, um, you know, the uh, legislation, that it just keeps rolling in. Um, in fact, in this last session, um, there was a, a trial lawyer bill that got rammed through there in the wee hours of the morning that has, uh, it, it makes it a lot tougher on, on businesses with House Bill 3360. Um, we've asked the governor to, um, to veto this bill, but it, it, it just is ridiculous some of the things that they have asked for. I mean, in this, uh, there's a punitive 9% interest rate uh, that uh, would go in effect on, on certain damages in uh, both punitive and uh, real damages. And I mean, just things like that just make it really hard for small businesses to uh, to survive in this state. Well, and the federal government, um, Congress, didn't address any of the liability issues. What do you want, uh, or at least what are the businesses indicating to you through the National Federation of Independent Business Survey of Businesses in Illinois? What are they indicating they want the state house to do? Well, we're going to try to come up with some legislation and find some uh, support uh, among our uh, business-friendly legislators over there, and hopefully from both sides, uh, to see if we can... Uh, find some language that is agreed to uh, that will help uh, mitigate some of the, the uh, possibilities of lawsuits related to COVID. So uh, we're working on language now. Mark Grant, National Federation of Independent Business, Illinois State Director, joins us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. And again, 98% of the businesses you guys surveyed, uh, small businesses in Illinois, uh, indicated they need some kind of liability protection uh, in the era of COVID-19. Uh, but it wasn't just that one issue that found over 90-plus percent support. Uh, you had another one dealing with uh, you know taxes. Uh, and is this yeah. the question about the decoupling that we're hearing a lot about that failed the House uh, and could come back up in the new term? Yeah, actually, this question was uh, created before that popped up here in the, the wee hours of, of uh, the end of uh, and the beginning of 2021. Um, this had to do our question had to do a little bit more generally speaking with tax forgiveness on PPP loans. And that is not the same thing as the decoupling issue. Gotcha. Okay. Both of those are, are, are really concerns for our business community. And, of course, we oppose that decoupling uh, of the uh, that the governor came up with. And, and, and luckily, it didn't pass in the session at the end of, uh, of 20, uh, 2020 or 2021 here. But we're concerned that it's going to come back here. Mark, uh, you also had uh, well over three-quarters of those responding uh, talking about the governor's powers here uh, and, and touching on this. Uh, you, know, you talk with small businesses, uh, and I'm sure you talk with uh, legislators as well, and I've, I've yeah. talked with legislators on both sides of the aisle uh, who want to somehow uh, provide a check on uh, the Pritzker administration's handling of executive orders. Uh, how many people, uh, what was the percentage of people who want to see uh, you know, the business community, how, what's the percentage that want to see the governor's powers uh, reeled in a bit. Well, yes, yeah, seventy-eight, almost seventy-nine percent said that they they thought that that should happen. And I think there's 
pretty much unanimity across the legislative spectrum because, um, and we understand that there was an emergency, obviously, but but the the legislature was cut out completely, it seems like, um, through the entire, almost the entire process. They, you know, they finished meeting back in May and never got back together again to really address some of the issues that were um, coming out of the governor's orders and um, the various lockdowns that occurred. And and that was very detrimental, we think, our small business owners think, uh, to their being able to survive this thing. Was it a lack of accountability? Was it a lack of certainty? Um, What do you think really drove those concerns that businesses had of uh, uh, the unilateral approach that uh, the governor took? Well, I think you hit on it exactly, Greg. Um, It was that. There was... um, there just seemed to be a lack of accountability. There were some lawsuits filed, obviously, and um, uh, there were legislators who spoke up um, from both sides who were concerned about this because they were hearing from their small business constituents about the effect that this was having. And um, so accountability, yeah, absolutely. And that's that's why we have the three branches, and that's why the legislature is there to provide some accountability. And I think they're gonna, we're going to see something here in the next session on this. Mark Grant, National Federation of Independent Business, Illinois State Director here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. Uh, Another area you asked business owners about found uh, more than the supermajority percentage needed to get any bill passed if the businesses were the ones that were in the legislature. But uh, tell me about that final category there that found more than uh, three-quarters percent support. Oh, um, well, we're talking about the... Uh, I think workers' comp and work, COVID. Workers' comp, yeah, yeah, right. Well, and I think we're, I think we're good on that. I think uh, from the legislation that we've seen already um, that, um, it, that the business would have the ability to um, presumptively um, uh, challenge a worker who uh, claims workers' comp due to COVID-19. Obviously, if people have it, then they need to be able to to uh, uh, to apply for it and so forth. But I think what we found is that there is uh, working with both labor and the legislation and the legislators. We were able to come up with some compromise and agreed to language so that. Um, we will be able to, uh, our, our businesses will be protected in this area. So we feel pretty good about that. Mark, and then finally here, uh, just to get your reaction to the unemployment numbers that came out yesterday, uh, another 109,000 initial unemployment claims filed, up 14,000 from the week before. But you also have the uh, uh, pandemic unemployment assistance program that uh, saw 29,000 claims, uh, continuing with a total of 191,500. But for unemployed, insured unemployed, 350,000 roughly. Uh, actually, now it's down to 325,000. This costs employers, right? Yeah, it sure is. And it's going to cost uh, for a couple of years, unfortunately. This is uh, something we've been really paying attention to. In our, and I know our uh, small business members are real concerned about what's going to happen to their unemployment insurance costs going forward. Um, we know that the federal government said they're going to try to uh, mitigate some of that, but we just know that it's going to end up uh, coming from our businesses. And just as you said, it's going to cost them. Um, it's, it's, it's money that they're going to end up having to pay, obviously, uh, to, to get our unemployment system back on its feet. Uh, they want to employ a lot of these employ, uh, unemployed folks right now. They want to get back on their feet. They want to open up 100% uh, and get people working. But the, 
the, the unfortunate part is they're, they're going to be strapped and uh, it's going to be difficult for them to employ people as all their other costs are going to be going up, whether it's the work comp or whether it's unemployment insurance uh, and just the cost of, of getting back going again at 100%. So, well, and you also uh, have the, uh, um, uh, the, the minimum wage impacting employers, yeah. uh, and now President Biden is uh, apparently going to be signing a $15 minimum wage uh, for, oh, yeah. uh, for uh, federal contractors. Um, does that impact small businesses? Oh, yeah, sure. Well, in Illinois, especially, I mean, ours has just gone up to uh, $11 per hour, and it's going to continue to go up over the next couple of years until we get to the $15 an hour. And, uh, yeah, it affects them um, because not only do your labor costs go up, but obviously all the other costs, taxes, and so forth that are connected to that go up as well. Mark Grant, greatly appreciate you taking time with us this morning. We'll connect again soon, all right? Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it.